Welcome back to day two of round one of the Ma- is it March Yachtness or Yacht Yacht Madness? Yacht Madness March tournament? Yachtness. I think March Yachtness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I should listen to our own podcast because we had Juan last week. It's uh, been a whole week. I know. It has been. So here we are. We are still in round one. We're going to finish out the, uh, the the round of 32 to get to the round of 32. We have a, mm-hmm. a guest joining us who will be, I think, new to most of our listenership. But he was nice enough to have me on his podcast to talk about Yacht Rock. And it was uh, somewhat, you want to talk about off the map. We're welcoming <laughs> J- Jared Correa from a Legal Talk podcast. Jared, welcome to the show and tell us uh, where the hell did you come from? I'm a little <laughs> off the map, man, for sure. Um, so I am a foreign practicing attorney. I run a consulting business. I have a legal software company and um, I have a podcast as well for lawyers. And so, Tom, I had you on the show uh, to talk with your partner, Jay Harrington, about law firm marketing. But I can only stomach so much of that. So I thought we could do a little bit on Yacht Rock. And yeah. I, I love music, and I thought your take on this was great. And what's staggering to me is I still have a lot of people who are like, what's Yacht Rock? So I had to I had to bring it to the forefront of law. And having me back on this show, really excited about the – I think we're calling it March Yachtness. Yeah. Right? I was, I was, I'm, I'll I'm tell you, with some of the arguments we have in the Facebook group, we might need to get a lawyer involved every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yes, I'm there. I'm right. there for you. Well, yeah, so Jared, you've met uh, the first mate, John, here, and uh, John's going to try to, I don't want to say stump us, but he's going to present us with the uh, the bracket right. matchups today. So I uh, forgot to mention our presenting sponsor for the tournament is Page 99, correct? Yes, that's um, Page 99 Invitational, right? That's right, Invitational. <laughs> yeah. so, I right, love Page 99. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So che- here's what Checks in the mail. Nice. Here's what we're going to do. Um, uh, briefly, I'll resummarize. We... Uh, built out this tournament of 64, roughly based on seedings. I began with uh, roughly the Yatsky scale, kind of pulled out some of the stuff that I thought was more obscure because I wanted to stick with more household names, and then utilized that along with some of the just the discussions and things that I've learned from being in these various Yacht Rock groups. Certain songs that maybe were scored lower are ones that people think are really anchors of the genre nowadays. So I tried to take that into consideration create this seating of 64 and then uh, that generated the matchups and we are going to decide based on our own personal feelings we're not going to be using the scale to make any determinations we're taking our own personal feelings to say which of the two songs presented feels like it carries the fire of yacht rock forward better and so that'll be then the team or the song that goes on through and we established last week that the moderator does have one veto power. Is that yes. right, Tom? Or are yes. you going to take that away? No, no, no. You have one veto power. It might come in handy because I should tell listeners that we probably have the world's foremost James Taylor fan as oh. our guest today. So if he I, tries I do to love me some James Taylor, I know. If you try to sneak some of that onto the boat, sir, you yeah. may get vetoed. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's why okay. we have the veto in case someone likes to, you know, wants to steer us into a reef or something. I had no idea this was going to be like Survivor. All right, I'll be All on right. my best behavior. And then the last thing is, I have to hear the sound effect. The, see that? That's paper. That That is the sound of the envelope that still contains my pick for the upset special that is yet to be revealed. So, Oh, man. Yes. We'll see. We'll see if that uh, has to happen today. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> this has been a regular March Madness. Well done, Joe. Well, yes. speaking of the regular March Madness, if you'll recall, Jared, if you're a fan of uh, 
collegiate basketball. There's actually 68 teams in the tournament now. Right. And so we did have four that were the first four out, or what I'm calling the fatal oh. four. And these are the four songs that if they were in the tournament, it would be a laugher because you would know exactly who the final four are. So we eliminated What a Fool Believes, <laughs> Heart to Heart by Kenny Loggins, yeah. I Keep Forgetting, Michael McDonald, and This Is It. By Kenny yeah. Loggins, so those been too obvious. Yeah, those, those do not four. appear. The, the UCLA of Yacht yeah, Rock. yeah, pretty much <laughs> right. Oh, you're showing your age. It's uh, right. yeah. Sean Wooden, yeah. etc. Yeah. yeah, otherwise we'd be straight into the Final Four. So we we needed right. uh, we needed to do that. So yeah. that's right. that's about it. Those are the rules. Those are the uh, parameters. And I think we can set sail, huh? Let's go. All right. Well, we're going to let the uh, guest go first. So right. I'm going to hit you with a matchup. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with, uh, this is a two seed versus a 15. Oh, okay. And we're going to decide who's going through. Ride Like the Wind, Christopher Cross, and Crazy Love by Poco. Do I get to know who's two and who's 15, or can I guess? No, I could, yeah, that's right. Uh, I should tell you that. Ride Like the Wind is the two, and Crazy Love is the 15. Right. Um, all right, so on that front... I think I'm going to go chalk here. Roll with Christopher Cross. <laughs> nice. And the reason for that is, I mean, Christopher Cross is like a yacht rock god, right? As far as I'm concerned. I mean, we're not yeah, talking yeah. sailing here, but like, this is pretty up there. And I, I kind of view Poco, a band which I love, by the way, as more of a country rock band that got into kind of like the yacht rock genre a little late. So I know I'm supposed to be judging by my feelings. I don't know the Yatsky scale, I think it's called, very well. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go Christopher Cross here. All righty. Well, I'm I was going, w- yeah, yeah, I was wishing he was going to present that to me because I would have pulled the colossal upset. And oh, I would have put, I would have put Crazy Love through. Oh, I, too, wow. am a huge Poco fan. But, um, yeah, if it were against sailing, I would say no. But, I, yes, for me, mm-hmm. that yeah, Crazy Love would have gone through, so... All wow. right, Tom. Good. Then I'm going to hit you with one. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go. Let's see. What's the eight nine in this one? Just to be make it difficult. Mm. Oh no, I know what your answer will be for that one. So will that make it too easy? It might. Let's go to this one. We're going to go to a four and a, a thirteen. So the number four seed is "Morning" by Al Jarreau, and number thirteen is "How Long" by Ace. Oh, jeez. Ah. Uh. You'd think these early round mashups would be easy. But. Yeah, I know. But Jared, do you know "Morning" by uh, El Jiro? I do not, but I'm very familiar with "How Long." Yes, it's it's pretty yachty. Um, very. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, "How Long" is too. Yeah. Um, geez. God, this is a stumper. How much time do I have? <laughs> is there a clock of some kind? <laughs> no. no. Um, shot clock. You had to put the yeah. We need a shot clock. <laughs> Okay, I'm go- only because you went chalk on the last time. The only that's the only reason I'm going to pick how long, because to me it's a coin flip. So I'm going with how long. Ace. Oh man, he just busted everybody's brackets. All right, that's I did. right. Yep. The bracket buster, <laughs> Sister Jean. What was it? Is it Sister Jean from last year in the tournament? <laughs> right. So, yeah. You're the new Sister Jean. <laughs> I'm the new Sister Jean. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Right. Jean. In this back case, to Mr. Jean. <laughs> Mr. Jean. Mr. Green Jeans. Back to uh, back to Jared here. All right, let's roll. We got a number five seed. It's okay. the Steely Dan Deacon Blues. And before you're so sure that that one's going through, it's going against a 12 seed, which is Ambrosia, How Much I Feel. Oh, man. Um, like Steely Dan, I really, I celebrate the entire Steely Dan catalog. Um, 
a friend of mine from back home, his dad was like a huge Steely Dan fan. So I've listened to more Steely Dan than I care to recall. Um, but I think I'm, I'm going to go big upset here too. I'm going to go mm. Mr. Gene. I think <laughs> well, that well, well. Um, I'm going to pull Ambrosia here. It just, it feels more yachty to me. Steely Dan feels to me more like kind of jazz fusion. Um, I'm going Ambrosia. Nice. Yeah. You have I no idea all... what kind of Ambrosia fan you yes. had on your pe- podcast there, Jared. I really? Love, yeah. Oh, oh, well, that's good to know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the president of the Ambrosia fan club? Uh, vice president, yeah. Okay. Yes, my my, uh, my daughter is the president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right, we got two upsets. This is really exciting. Yeah, it really I'm, is. I'm like keyed up. I had no idea I'd be so excited to do this. I know. I said that last week. It's like, man, I'm having my heart palpitate as I'm making these decisions. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But all right, Tom. Um, again, you have a three against a 14. You'd think this would be easy. But it, I, I look at it and it's not. The number three is human nature, Michael Jackson. And number 14 is who will be the fool tonight? Which is that Larson Fighting Band? Yes. Track. Well, I'm going to give you some Larson Fighting words because I don't think Human Nature is yachty to me. I know it's I supposed agree. to be has the personnel. Um, it's got it's a good tune. Um, I love the backstory we learned about it when we did our Toto episode. Right. But um, no, I'm going Larson Fighting Band. Yeah, I'm with you on in that. In another upset. Boy, this is the upset region, isn't it? It does this have the word fool in the title, though, so yeah. it's kind of, you know, that's it's a no wonder we called this one the Ahoy Poloi region, because all the upsets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to go back to one for Jared here, then. Right. Um, you made a comment earlier oh, boy. about Christopher Cross, and so I'm going to yes. give you another shot at a Christopher Cross track and see. <laughs> Okay. What happens here? Well, number six is Little River Band, Cool Change. Oh, and man. number 11 is Christopher Cross, Never Be the Same. Okay. Um, this is going to give me an opportunity to go in another direction. Mm. I'm going Little River Band. When I, th- when I think of that song, I almost feel like I'm peacefully riding a dolphin in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Super... How do you Super know what that weird. feels like? I understand. <laughs> so I, I haven't ridden dolphins before, but we, we went to Hawaii and we touched dolphins and stuff like that. My kids always talk about it. They're like, dolphins are just big hot dogs with fins. That's what they feel like. But <laughs> oh, I feel like... I thought you say that's how they taste. Yeah, that's not. what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a very peaceful song. I feel like I'm out on the ocean. And for me, like that gives me more yacht rock sensibility than that particular Christopher Cross song. Yeah. Well, I would yeah. use those exact words to describe "never be the same" too, with the dolphin and all that, and tasting like hot dogs. But <laughs> go for it. That's it's your fair. pick. That's right. your pick. Yeah. No, no veto there. No. Okay. okay. I haven't vetoed yet. All right. No, you haven't. Well, vetoed. It's, it's, I'm saving it for him. That, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, don't expect that you'll be vetoed. <laughs> nice. When I put the third uh, Ambrosia song in, boom, veto. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a 7-10 matchup in the Ahoy Paloy region. Okay. Number seven is Boz Skaggs, Lowdown, mm. and the 10 seed is Toto, 99. Ooh, so the much maligned 99. Yes. In, um, it rhymes. It does rhyme. And it was Boz Skaggs, Lowdown? Right. I don't find that to be amongst his yachtiest tracks. So, whereas 99 has all the yacht feels, has the total members, I'm going another upset. Put in page 99, or I mean yeah. 99. Well, Lowdown has a lot of total members too, but... Yeah, it, it does. Uh, down it goes. 
Tough yeah. to be high C today. You know what? I Boy, we, I might tough. have to reconsider. I was thinking of Lido Shuffle, not Lowdown. So okay. hold on, hold on. Back Remember, Lido mm-hmm. Lowdown has the yes, two hi hat parts in it. I mean, come on. Yeah, oh, but no, I, I don't want to sway the judge or sway the. <laughs> hold on, we're going to the we're going to the monitor here. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, foot was Do you have on the illustrator available yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Foot was on the line. We're going Lowdown. <laughs> we're going Lowdown. Okay. Oh wow, wow. Yep. Sorry, I was for some reason I was thinking Lido Shuffle, which always comes on, and I'm like I cringe a little bit. There's yeah. so much drama. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'll, maybe I'll ease ease the pressure on you here, Jared. Okay. Give you the, we haven't done the one sixteen matchup okay. yet. All right. Uh, this would be a monumental upset. I'm it ready, would be. Though. Have we ever had a sixteen beat a one yet? I don't no. know if we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the number one seed is in this region, the Ahoy Polloi region. This is Sailing, Christopher Cross, oh, previously man. mentioned, against um, Ray Parker Jr. or Radio. I'm not sure which moniker he did this under, but uh, you can't change that. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is kind of a slam dunk. And I feel like I've gotten a million Christopher Cross songs here. Are you guys doing that on purpose? Like, uh, why don't I? No. Why don't I just pick like a Christopher Cross album and be done? Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think like I think probably um, Ray Parker Jr. a little bit underrated in this category. Like, probably I probably feel like that's a yachtier song than most people would. But I'm gonna go with how can you how can you top sailing? Like, I feel like sailing probably could have been in the argument for Fatal Four. Yeah. I can't like leave. I can't. Like, it almost was. Yeah. Yes, it was. I have, Very to, close. I have to advance the number one seed right. as much yeah. as I hate to do it. Yep. All right. Well, I agree. It should have been in the fatal five, but that didn't have a good ring to it. So <laughs> no, it made it. Through. Yeah, I, mis- I misstated that last week, and uh, I-, I think I may have had a flag thrown on me. I'm not sure yeah. yet. <laughs> go back. Um, I know we're mixing sports metaphors, but uh, <laughs> the flag is an, is an essential part of our show. So last one, uh, we would save the eight nine for last. Okay, um, and I happen to get it, and you know it's. You could give it to Jared though, if you want. Yeah. No, Tom. Take no, it. I'm gonna gotta, I want to see you veto. Veto. There's a veto left. <laughs> Come on. I know. I oh, know. we have a whole other bracket. We have a whole other region to put you through. So yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. You're Number eight is uh, Mark Jordan's Margarita. Mm-hmm. And number nine is Baby Come to Me. Ooh, ooh. I have a feeling I am getting vetoed here, Jerry. So Margarita yes. is uh, Mark Jordan. And is everything I feel about Ambrosia, my brother here feels about Mark Jordan. Um, <laughs> That'd but be right, yeah. With more like lipstick and perfume. So, but. I'm going Baby Come to Me because who plays bass on that song? Did we? Was it Lewis Johnson? Lewis, yeah. So yeah. just by that alone, uh, Baby Come to Me, unless I'm, you're vetoing. No, I'm not going to veto that. Oh, nope. He's holding it. Nope. He's uh, holding the veto for later. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know when I'm going to, if I'm going to need it, but I don't think I need it there. It's hard to really veto an 8-9 matchup just because true. of the nature of it. So. Okay, well, that looks like that closes out the Ahoy Poloi region. We had uh, Sailing, Baby Come to Me, How Much I Feel. How long? Cool change. Who will be the fool? Low down and ride like the wind. All advance. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's a good bracket. Not a lot of chalk, though. I love that you, I brought up chalk last week, Jared, just to let people know what that was. And Yeah. You hit it. You nailed it. I'm good to go off the board, man. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know like band members like you guys do. That's really impressive. You're like, hey, like the bass player from Toto was on this song. I'm not in that league, yeah, but right, yeah. I'm willing to throw down some upsets. <laughs> well, we had to bring you in because you know we had to have guests in so that I'm not intentionally, you know, putting my my pick. My yeah. th- that, that's the envelope again. Well, you know, I gotta Quick have question. some sort of control to this. Quick question: Have we okay. covered that matchup yet? It, is your pick still alive? We have. Uh, I don't know if I should give that away. Okay, so that means uh, it, my, my, he is it is still alive because it, it'll remain alive once it goes down. I'll open the envelope. Okay, um, to All reveal right. it. So let's okay. put it that way. Okay, let's move to the buried treasures region. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to let Tom pick this one, so this one's going to go to Jared. <laughs> it's Ambrosia. <laughs> Bur- Bur- no. tre- I'm a little worried about buried treasure. <laughs> I may need to do a little Googling on this one, gentlemen. <laughs> nah, this is um, a two versus a 15. So the okay. two seed is George Benson, Turn Your Love Around. And the 15 seed is Chuck Mangione, Feels So Good. Oh. Um, I don't know either of those signs particularly well. Um, so I, I want, I want to keep in the spirit of the upsets. I like Ooh. Chuck Mangione a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he gives me the yacht feels in my nether regions. <laughs> so <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to identify the region. I won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't be specific about the region. Um, <laughs> however, I'm, I'm going to roll with Chuck Mangione here. All right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 15 and throw the whole bracket off. Oh boy, oh boy. Wow. That's a huge upset. You don't know even the backstory, but I don't know feel, the backstory. Feel so good had to win a play-in game to get into the tournament. So, oh really? Yeah, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. it got omitted due to a clerical error, and now it's in, and it's uh, <laughs> it's thriving. advancing. Yeah, it's the, it's the George Mason of yacht rock. Right? It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> what do you think oh. the Venn diagram looks like, Jared, between the people who understand yacht rock and the people who understand uh, NCAA tournament references? Oh, it's it's a very tiny shared space <laughs> for sure it's and a, hopefully hopefully you're hitting all seven of those people right. i think we are well three of us are on this uh, podcast right now <laughs> right right the other four <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right all right let's go to uh let's do the 710 tom this is going to be a matchup of uh boz skaggs again it's it is not Lido shuffle but this is jojo going up against lee rittenauer's is it you Oh. Well, I love Is It You. I couldn't love that song any more than I do, but JoJo to me is one of a handful of songs. If somebody said, what is Yacht Rock? I would say, look into this song, listen to it, and look at the personnel, and you'll know what Yacht Rock is. So JoJo goes through for me. JoJo. Good call. That is Jeff Picaro on the drums, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 I played the triangle on that song, interestingly enough. Did you? That yeah. is. On the, yeah. the recording that actually made it? or I don't think it's in the final mix, though. No, I was on the I, demo. I, I don't hear. I don't hear any triangle. <laughs> the demo. All right. Did you play the triangle on Africa though? Because we have Africa now going Definitely up not. against ten uh, CCs. I'm not in love. Oh man, what are the seeds? Uh, let's see. Africa's a three, and I'm not in love is a fourteen. All right. So, like, my entire family loves Africa. 
all versions of it, right? They love the total version. They love don't the say Weezer, Weezer version. Oh, he said they Weezer. Do. Sorry, like am I am I allowed to say Weezer on the podcast? I'll stop that. <laughs> my my son's like nine. He loves Weezer. He doesn't know any better. Um, so um, they have a cool video. They got like Weird Al Yankovic playing uh, Rivers Cuomo in the video, which is fun. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> all right, I'm, but I I don't get like I don't get yacht vibes from Africa. Um, maybe I don't listen to enough yacht rock, but I feel like. Um, 10cc is much more yachty to me. Like, if I'm thinking of myself being on a boat and what's the first song I turn on, it's not Africa, it's 10cc, probably. So, I'm, I'm gonna move another upset. Yeah, forward. you get agreement, I think, from both of us on that. Actually. Oh, interesting. Don't, okay. don't you think so, Tom? Well, we talked we both... about that when we, we covered the uh, Total Four album. We went like nerds into a deep dive into that record, and we both yeah. said. It's not yachty in the way that you just described it in terms of being on a boat. It's also not yachty in the purest sense in terms of having the half beat, you know, the halftime shuffle or any of the typical mm-hmm. elements of Yacht Rock. So I could see why this got upset. It was primed for an upset. It's kind of like Duke 2021, if they even make yeah. the tournament, right? They're just, they're soft meat. They're, yeah, they're going you had that great regular season record and you're just not battle tested, you know? Yeah. Gonzaga, yeah, I think, I think it's a good popular song. But like beyond yep. that, I'm not feeling it and in, in this category. So Right. I agree. So well done. All righty. That takes courage to take down Africa, by the way. <laughs> it so does. Good job. It does. <laughs> I, I'll, the hate mail is going to roll in. <laughs> I'll forward it along. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one I want to do next. Um, let's, well, we'll move to this. Uh, Little River Band, Six Seed, Reminiscent, Tom, mm. against... Um, Oh gosh, now the band's name is escaping me. Uh, it's a, a Atlanta rhythm section, right? Against Atlanta rhythm section, so into you. Ooh, <laughs> God! If you were going to ask me to like pick my favorite of the two songs, like which one I like more, but I'm not. I'd punch you in the face and run because <laughs> I couldn't do it. But you know, I love me some LRB. And when I was getting indoctrinated into yacht rock, reminiscing was like in the power rotation. So I'm going reminiscing. Okay. LRB takes down ARS. Yes. <laughs> LRB. Very nice. <laughs> if I look at the now me and look back, I forgot about how I kind of cut my teeth on Yacht Rock. I probably would put Atlantic Rhythm Session. Probably I put that through. Just It, it might be a little yachtier, but and I think some people consider reminiscing proto-yacht, but whatever. It's gone through. My final word. All right. Uh, Proto yacht. Did you just invent <laughs> no, that? No, I wish. <laughs> Jared, I'm going to give you uh, the 116 matchup. Some of this is because it flows out of your comments about Africa to a certain degree. Okay. All right. Because um, I think this is an interesting matchup despite the disparaging or the disparate seeding. Okay. Toto's right. Rosanna is the one seed. And number 16. Oh, really? Is Bertie Higgins Key Largo? Ooh. That's tough. It like, is tougher than you'd expect from I that matchup. Pause Jared, yeah. Jared, think yes. back to the Legal Talk podcast. And I, I, I schooled you on this. You Tom, remember, think back to when we said we weren't going to coach is this. The, um, right. Is this, uh, is this my? Can I? Can I phone a friend? No. Can I phone but, Tom Nixon? That, well, remember, <laughs> you, you were trying to ask me this band, this band, this band. Yes or no? Are they yacht rock or not? Yes. And all I'm going to yes. say is you brought up Jimmy Buffett. The answer to my question there should guide you. Right. 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 So cheater. 
given that Key Largo is probably more like a Jimmy Buffett song than Rosanna, <laughs> than Rosanna is, I think I know the direction you but want to But don't be influenced. Don't like, be influenced. Oh, yeah, sure. Now. I just don't. I don't know if I, I'm already influenced, A, and B, um, I don't know if I have the balls to go against the one seat in this instance. So given the questionable yachtiness of Key Largo, I'm going to move to uh, Toto, Rosanna, and move them through. With a little help from my phone. Not pleading the fifth, though. Okay. Well, you, no, you no. loved the pun when I said that Jimmy Buffett was more marina rock. And mm-hmm. that's probably yes. what Bernie Higgins is too. It's Marina Rock. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense to me. Okay, yeah. all right, I'm on board. All right, <laughs> nice. All right, no, no. Offset. You get the pun right. bell. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's then, Tom. I'm going to ask you. Um, I'm going to I'm going to ask you the eight nine. Um, I'm going to ask you about Robbie Dupree Steal Away, which is the eight seed, against another Mark Jordan track, Marina Del Rey. That's oh. the nine. See, now that's dirty pool when you put Marina Del Rey in a <laughs> Yacht Rock contest. Yeah, which is like where Yacht Rock started. Uh, yeah, and it's Mark Jordan. Right. Oh, man. But it's also Robbie Dupree. And Robbie Dupree. See, my gut, my. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he was the write up about him was he was the poor man's Michael McDonald? Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> my instinct said Robbie Dupree, but uh, I'm going to go with Mark Jordan in a slight upset. And I don't right. even think it's really an upset. I think he probably deserved the higher seed based on strength of schedule. So uh, <laughs> I'm going Mark Jordan. Put him through. Okay. And we have one, uh, two final matchups, or one, yeah, two matchups left to do. Hmm. Um, let's see. Jared, I'll give you this one then. Um, All right. All right. All right, Jared, I'm going to give you this one. This one has the number five seed, which is a Pablo Cruz song, Love Will Find a Way, mm-hmm. going up against Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald era. Uh, the 12 seed is Echoes of Love. Let me say this. Echoes of Love is a better song, period. And hearing about this at first blush, I'm like, Doobie Brothers, right? Clear and easy win. Um, but it, it doesn't sound like a Yacht Rock song. To me, um, as much as some of the other Doobie Brothers catalog. So I think I'm going to push Pablo Cruz here in this particular bracket. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I did go through a period where I was listening to every Doobie Brothers album top to bottom. Pre-Michael McDonald, really? post-Michael McDonald. Yeah, I just went through this stage where I couldn't get enough of it. So so that period, that period, was were you wearing cut-off jeans and a comb in the back pocket? <laughs> no, this was like last summer. Oh, so then yes. Or okay. summer before, maybe. Broke yeah. out the jorts for your Doobie <laughs> yeah. Brothers listening yes, party. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right one last more to go. Tom, uh, this one is a stickler, I think, for you. Because we've got Toto again, but I think one of your favorite Toto songs, Make Believe. Oh, what seed? That's the number four seed. Well, that's pretty high. Against Firefall, oh. You Are the Woman. Okay. Wow. I, lo- as you know, I love Make Believe. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to turn the screws a little bit to the people who insist that Firefall belongs nowhere near Yacht Rock. And I'm going to put them through just because I beg to differ. So I might not be pleasing the purists here, but I'm going with my gut and Firefall goes through. And you know that I won't use the veto on that. So. That's right. Which that Do means I get to save my veto so I now have two next time? No, no, no. Sorry. Use it or lose it. And you've lost wow, it. Veto, veto free. I'm impressed. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys did well great. Done. I bet if you would have uh, taken Pablo Cruz out, you would have been vetoed because that's one, another one of John's favorites. That's that's fair. Yeah, but I'm not okay. sure about against that tune against Echoes of Love. I mean, they're out of control. So yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, should we move on to the lightning round? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Jared, the lightning round is akin to your rump roast, which the, the yes. rump roast was your fun little part that you had me on to talk about Yacht Rock. Right. Uh, at yes. the end of every episode, we do a lightning round. Just like everything else in the 70s and 80s, we have a lightning round. I'm going to kick it off, if you don't mind, gents, because I like to tie the um, selections I use for the lightning round to the guest or the theme of the episode. So... Hmm. I'm going to ask John first. Lawyers in love? No, not lawyers in love. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Um, this is apropos of the world's biggest James Taylor fan. So I'm going to ask first, John, does it float your boat, the following James Taylor song? And then I want to get Jared's opinion. But All right. The song is Your Smiling Face. Yeah, I think you may have asked me this one once. Um, and I remember when I went back and listened to it because I wanted to refresh. Uh, I don't think that James Taylor is remotely Yachty. But when I went back and listened to that song, I did concede there was a fair amount of Yachty feel to it. I'm still probably, for my personal list, probably a no. But if somebody were to put it up on the, you know, our Facebook group or something like that, I probably wouldn't hit them with a ugly meme or something. But uh, so I'm a soft. <laughs> okay. Note. Well, since let me just before I turn to Jared for his opinion, which I think I already know, couple interesting tidbits. So the song was written about the his daughter who, who he had with Carly Simon, who is on some boats, right? Yes. Um, Carly <laughs> Simon is on any boat that I'm taking out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so a couple notes on personnel. So Danny Korchmar is suddenly a name that keeps coming up and not so much in the yacht sessions, but he was a prolific session guitarist. So he's on. Oh yeah. Guitar. Danny Cooch, man. Correct. And the drummer, John, think back to last week and when Captain Juan Love brought a buried treasure from Leah Kunkel. The, the, yeah. Russ the, Kunkel the drummer probably. was Russell Kunkel. Her husband. Yeah, that's that. Uh, we were talking about the section uh, at one point, too. And so that's those guys. That... Yep, absolutely. And then, did you know Russ Kunkel, after being married to Leah Kunkel, do you know who he's married later? No, I do not. Hold on, let me find it. Um, Nicolette Larson. No way. So how about that for some Yachty oh, wow. connections? Wow. Okay, I'll take right. it, uh, Jared. I feel I feel like you're trying to sway my vote with all. This I know your vote. It's going to be on your um, boat, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, maybe not. Well, so um, in terms of James Taylor, like I I would guess that like a lot of his session musicians share a lot of similarity or have played on a lot of yacht rock songs. I would be shocked if that was not the case. I don't view James Taylor as yacht rock in almost any way. 
that's my personal feeling. I, I kind of feel like James Taylor's grounding is more like country rock fusion. Hmm. If you listen to like Sweet Baby James all the way through, there are a lot of like country flavored tunes on that record. And so that's where I think JT comes from. Uh, I would say, though, not to digress too far, but like I would think of a song like um, Only a Dream in Rio as more of a yacht rock type song than your smiling mm, face. Interesting. So I'm going to, I'm going to be a no on this, but largely because I'm a no on James Taylor as a yacht rock performer. I, yeah, I am principally, but I have at least five songs in my yacht rock mix only because of the feels. And I listen to it when I go down to Florida or something. I'm like, mm, it just yeah. feels like it fits. I get yeah. it. I get mm-hmm. it. Like that okay. late seventies, early eighties, James Taylor, he's got some of that influence and Jimmy Buffett covered some of his songs too. So I get it. Although he's Marina Rock, I learned that. <laughs> All right. Well, do, would you like to hit us with a does it float your boat question, Jared? You got a song for us? Yeah. So I, I have I have a legitimate question that I want your opinion on. Okay. Um, I, I haven't looked at anything. I don't know the Yahtzee scale. Here's a song I was thinking about. Dreamweaver by Gary Wright. Often debated. That is one. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've actually, I think on an early episode, we talked about that song too. Um, my feeling on that one. So you may have already given your opinion on this. We did. Uh, my feeling on it is did, that yeah. it's a little too psychedelic sounding um, with mm. some of the swirly synthy stuff and some of the, the lyrically, it takes me to a different place because it's a little more, like I say, esoteric or psychedelic. That was my feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I waver on this one, and it remains in my Yacht Rock playlist. So I haven't taken it out, even though, again, my principles would tell me probably not, but I keep it in. So I'm a soft no, I think. But that's fair. I, I brought it to the experts because I wanted to know. <laughs> well, we are not the experts, but we do have strong opinions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I, I have a float your boat question then. Um, Kind of uh, one of the things that's sort of made uh, a little bit of a surgence lately is this idea of yacht disco. So mm. stuff that oh. is obviously has the feels of disco, but also has some crossover with the yacht and all that. Most of the time, it's uh, more disco stuff that tends to lean yacht as opposed to this one is more of a um, kind of a, Straight ahead, they eventually became a country band, but this song has a fair amount of disco influence. So, uh, but the question is about the song by Exile called Kiss You All Over. Well, here's what sounds interesting about that song is it was written uh, by a, a songwriting team, Mike Chapman and Nikki Chin. And what they were known for, well, the first big hit, one of the first big hits they were known for is they wrote Ballroom Blitz for Sweet. Oh, my God. But they became this prolific um, songwriting duo. They did Tony Basil's Mickey. They did Hmm. Better Be Good to Me for Tina Turner, Heart and Soul for Huey Lewis. So these guys were just a tandem. But that uh, that was a big hit for them, too, so... Uh, So to me, that's another one that I'm on the fence, and I think... To me, it sounds too disco-y, but it also remains in my playlist because I haven't thought wise enough to remove it. So I'm going with a soft no on that one as well. Yeah, I'm a yes on that song, but... 
And I I'm don't going dislike. with a hard. I don't know. Okay, yes. there we go. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yacht, yacht disco is yeah. out of my purview. All right. <laughs> no worries. Did you, by the way, John, say it's enjoying a surgence? Is that a word as opposed to a resurgence? Which, yeah. Okay. If it never surged the first time, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Are you, you going to flag on that? No. Okay. I don't, are we playing okay. Scrabble? All right. I'll go back and review your words. I'll parse those out, too. See how it goes. I never mingle a syllable. <laughs> All right, let's do some buried treasures. All right. So this is where we just say uh, we're not necessarily grading the song or responding, you know, whether we think it's Yachty or not. But this is if we think there's a song that maybe was an album track or a lesser known hit or something they'd gotten forgotten about, but just a song that we think is a treasure of the yacht rock genre that we feel needs to be uh, reexamined or relooked at. What do you got, Captain John? Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is sort of uh, kind of came across this one a while back when we had been researching stuff for Maidens of the Voyage, uh, where we were trying to find out female yacht rockers. Um, this artist didn't get consideration because there just wasn't enough there. But this particular song by Sheena Easton from 1981, So Much in Love. All in love I ever wanted is gone forever. I can never put my world together. That's yachtier than I would have uh, thought. Mm-hmm. You know, just when you mentioned the tune, which I didn't remember listening to it now, it's got some yachty feel to it. For she, yeah, it's a, too. Um, a, a deeper track on her um, album "Take My Time." The one that had that "Morning Train" was like the big hit on it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When he shines, I think was another ballad hit on that one. But it's a nice tune. It's a nice yachty tune. There's a. There's a relatively few female yacht rockers, I'm yeah. guessing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was ever a single or anything, so. I think I may have heard this song once or twice, actually. I I'm, I mean, I'm I'm all in. Like, it sounds very yachty to me. Yeah. I, I'm a hard yes. All right. Cool. All right, let me continue uh, my theme for my buried treasures, which is, I'm just going to tell you what it is, and then I'll have to really explain why it's even buried. <laughs> it's Taking It to the Streets by the Doobie Brothers. Whoa. Wow. So, I'm really surprised to hear that. Not buried at all, right? But the buried part is the James Taylor angle. So I don't know if you remember this, but when I was on your podcast, I had just listened to Taking It to the Streets. It just come up in a shuffle. And I look huh. over because I wanted to know what album it was from. I didn't remember yep. at the time. And the artist listed was Doobie Brothers with James Taylor. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. It, do you remember I asked you that? And you're like, I don't know, maybe he co-wrote it or whatever. Yeah, I had, I had not heard of that. Yeah. So I did some rigorous research, and it turns out just he was on – the recording doing backup vocals. Huh. James Taylor was. So then that led me to find this um, video from a 1979 concert, Doobie Brothers, James Taylor. Uh, was there was that a the no-, no Nukes concert? It was No Nukes. Yep. And James Taylor comes up and sings Taking It to the Streets and right. starts the second. That's a, uh, that's a cool version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And he has to get cued because the second verse starts and James Taylor's off just <laughs> looking around, just enjoying the vibe. Like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably baked out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. So, yeah. So that's the buried angle of the treasure that is Taking It to oh. the Streets. So. Um. Uh, what's that Steve Winwood song that James Taylor does back up on as well? Back in the High Life again? Oh, yeah. Could like, be. That's a, that's a little bit like it, it's clearer that it's him doing backup vocals. But, yeah, he's done some interesting backup vocals work. Hey, thanks for that. I appreciate yeah, I, that. I feel like I, that one was for me. It was for you. And I've listened to it over and over. I can't hear James Taylor at all. No. no I, um, yeah. All right. So we got uh, we got to go to Jared's uh, Buried Treasure. You got one for us? Yeah. 
Can I also say that the 1979 No Nukes concert is a great album? That's a buried treasure? Great live album. Yeah, well, that's not my buried treasure, but I think it is a buried treasure. I have that one in the uh, on CD somewhere. All right, so here's my buried treasure. Um, we talked about Poco a lot, which is a band I really love. I'm like a huge Poco fan. Me too. I, like, I like them better than the Eagles, and I think like... Um, their cred in terms of country rock is pretty good. I like the Buffalo Springfield um, uh, when those guys came out of that band. So my very treasure is just for me and you by Poco. Which album is that mm. off? That is 1972 album. Ooh, that's early. Oh, it's called the album is from the inside, 1971. Wow, that's early. Yeah, but I'm in the same boat. Uh, my co-captain here, John, just maybe about a month ago, turned me on to the album just before the one that had Crazy Love and The Heart of the Night. Yeah, Indian Summer. Indian Summer, and I have not stopped spinning that thing since. <laughs> Are you, uh, we're going way off the map here, but are you a fan of the Wild Feathers from Nashville, current band? Me. Y- yeah. Are uh, you? No, no. Check, check them out. If you, if okay. you like that Poco record, check them out. The Wild Feathers start with their uh, debut album. Anyways. Good to know. Right, I digress. Good All tune, right. though. Good selection. All right. I try. All right. <laughs> Would you like to start, Jared, with um, the uh, off the map? So. Remember what Off the Map is. This is a song that you know is not Yacht. You're not actually claiming it's Yacht, but you think it would fit nicely into a mix, not unlike James Taylor, say, like we referenced earlier. So right. got one for yeah, us? I think, I think this is like of the James Taylor genre, right? So I'm, I'm also a huge Warren Zevon fan. Oh. Warren Zevon. Um, he's got a really early song. Um, I don't even know if it was ever released on an album. It was like demo recordings. It's called Thule's Blues. And... Just a really like soft piano song from Zevon, and much out of character with his later songs, which are more frenetic. And when I was thinking about what's the song I like from this era that I would feel like I could listen to while cruising on like a fishing trip mm-hmm. uh, that you wouldn't think of off the top of your head, this would be one of those songs. Oh, it's on account of you that I've been weeping. My hand, and it's lonesome in my heart's land as the sands of the desert. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, Warren Zevon, that's good. We uh, we did an Alice Cooper too not that long ago, which oh, somehow really? fit. Yeah, nice. I can't remember even what the name of it was though. So, but <laughs> yeah, Linda Ronstadt sang a lot of his tunes, so right? That's yeah, right. my my knowledge of Warren Zevon more comes from there. Zivon is, I feel like Warren Zivon's super underrated mm-hmm. uh, historically. He's and something of a buried treasure just in his own right. Himself, I mean, most people yeah. know who he is, but they don't know much they about They know Werewolves of London. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. And right. that's not what you need to know from him. <laughs> right. Um, all right, I'm going to go next, John, and I'll let you right. wrap it up because I'm, I'm going pretty right. far off the map in Ooh. an artist that I just didn't had never heard of until about two weeks ago. His name is Ian Gom. Do you guys know Ian Gom? No. Only up until a few days ago, same as you. <laughs> Right, so he was, a, I think, a, a British artist in the 70s. His first album was called Summer Holiday, so it kind of sounds yachty from the title. came out in 78, and this is a song that, again, it's not yacht, but it feels in certain places like it just fits so well, and the song is called Hold On. Listening to the strangest stories 
Hold on. Yep, that's the one I have written down. I think I heard it on uh, Yacht Rock Miami, probably. Oh, really? Okay. So I, I, I almost heard brought it that somewhere. up last week. Yeah. yeah. I heard it somewhere recently. So it's good Okay, tune. I'll take good that tune. off of my list. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. It's been nuked. All right. Okay, Pee-pee. my uh, mine is not nearly as far off the map. Uh, it is, in fact, it's from 1983, so it fits into the time frame. Uh, but this is a song that... Uh, I know it's a little more R&B, but to me it fits in with some of the R&B-influenced yacht rock. And this is Jeffrey Osborne, Stay With Me Tonight. That's... uh, I I love that bass groove, Alfonso Johnson on bass. And it's interesting... Yeah, interesting side note, the guitar solo is Brian May from Queen. Oh, Oh, wow. Amazing. That was uh, that one's been on my radar for a long time. Ever since I got into yacht rock, I thought it probably didn't fit, but it was yeah, the one Simmons of the... drums kind of keep it just outside for me. And there's too much popping from the. That was one of the first bass lines I ever learned when I learned to pop and slap because it's just back and forth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If I could, you know, beatbox for you, bass box. All right, all right. Did we cover everything? I think so. If not, I'll just make it up. All right. <laughs> well, Jared, here's where I'm going to put you on the spot. In yeah. a bad way. Okay. I'm going to find out if you've truly ever listened to this podcast. Do you claim you have? I don't know if I have, to be perfectly honest okay, with you. Okay, good. So, well, that you wouldn't if, know. If what... I did, it was like maybe a month ago. So, all right, go ahead. Embarrass me. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> it's easy. This is our marker to find out if anyone's listened to the podcast. Oh, the final two words of every episode that we've ever recorded are... Oh my God, I don't even know if I've listened that far. Uh, yacht on, rock you on. You can't know. make it all yeah. the way to the end? <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I have no attention span. <laughs> if I were to say ahoy, you would say? Uh, I would say ahoy hoy. <laughs> matey, matey. Oh my yes, try it again. Oh my right. goodness. Ahoy, Tom, uh, if I were to say ahoy. Poloy. Wow. All right, now I'm going to hang my head in shame. Shame. 